Okay, 46 past the hour, 14 to go until the top of the hour to 2 o'clock. Back on a Friday afternoon, I'm Jeff MacArthur. In some companies, like we were talking about this yesterday, CIBC, they're busy making plans for a return to the office. A lot of employees for CIBC scheduled to return in about a month's time, a little less than a month's time. I think it was March. Next month, March 21st is the target date for CIBC employees to return to work. But for many, working from home continues as we close in on Believe it or not, year three, year three of the pandemic. And as work from home continues, there, of course, has been more and more reports of employers installing surveillance software and surveillance devices on company computers, computers you're using for work at home. But as an employee, what are your rights? Do you have a right to know whether or not that has been installed on your computer? And what does the law say about it? Joining us now is Fiona Martin, employment lawyer at Zenfuro Tamarkin. Fiona, good afternoon. I appreciate you joining us on this Friday. Thank you for having me, Jeff. First off, uh, can we start with maybe just some ways that employers have been monitoring their employees while they've been uh, working from home? Is this a software that's just uh, installed on computers for the most part, do we know? Yeah, I, I think it just depends on the employer, but I know for the most part, it's essentially like when they assign you a work laptop, they'll install software on the laptop that will essentially monitor the pages that you visit and how long you're logged in for. And so that's kind of baseline what a lot of companies have been doing to date. And um, now, obviously, they're, they're now proposing this new legislation that would effectively provide a little bit more transparency to employees in terms of what actually is being monitored. So I guess the, the proposed legislation is, is that employers with 25 or more employees would be required to disclose a couple of things. One, if or whether their employees are being electronically monitored. Two, how their surveillance is being done. So it'll have to spell out specifically whether it's your computer being monitored, your cell phone being monitored, GPS systems, whatever other electronic devices are being tracked. And then finally, what information are they collecting exactly? And you know, Fiona, I think a lot of people, a lot of employees listening to us right now might be surprised or shocked to hear that they are being monitored and that there was no law in place that uh, employers had to notify you, had to tell you about this uh, beforehand. But that's where we sit right now. I mean, you just uh, mentioned yeah. a second ago about uh, what's going on with the Ontario legislature, that uh, they are thinking about instituting a new law. But as it stands right now, employers can do this legally without notifying employees? As it is right now, yes, legally they can. I, I mean, yes and no. Like there's, As of now, there hasn't been a specific law to date. But it's always been under the common law system. So what the courts have said is that if employers um, are going to be monitoring employees, they have to show that the electronic surveillance has a legitimate business purpose and that there's no other less intrusive means. Uh, so there's always been an understanding in the common law system, but this is going to be the first time legislation has been introduced confirming that. And for those who are wondering why there is no law or legislation on the books as of yet, is this just another case of technology progressing so uh, quickly? And of course, the circumstances around the pandemic forcing a lot of companies and employees to work from home, that this is just another case of the law trying to catch up to technology and what's currently happening? 
Yeah, I, I think it's exactly that, right? With the with the rise of remote work during the pandemic, it's become a much more relevant issue. It's like it's one thing when people are in the offices to monitor your your keystrokes, what websites you're visiting, all of that. But now that people are working from home, working in their bedrooms, taking Zoom calls from their bedrooms, a lot of people want a lot more transparency in terms of what exactly is being recorded and what exactly is being monitored. And so this is a step from the Ontario government to keep up with that, the change in technology and the change in, in work practice for a lot of companies. All right. Can you give us a little more detail, Fiona, as to what exactly this proposed legislation is all about? What is the government uh, proposing? Um, so they're essentially proposing more transparency in terms, they want to specifically, uh, they want employers to specifically to communicate to employees how the surveillance is being done and why the information is being collected to allow for employees to know if and when they're being monitored and to allow employees, the objective is to allow kind of boundaries, to find the boundaries so that both employers and employees can work within those boundaries, right? So if you're taking a work call after hours, is your company going to, and you're using a company phone, is that going to be tracked, right? And so that'll vary from company to company, but this, like, introducing this legislation will force employers to provide a clear definition of what will be monitored and when employees will be monitored. Okay, so that's uh, interesting. So, sorry, just to clarify here, that legislation that is being proposed, what employers will have to do is not only notify employees that they're being monitored, but they have to meet, I don't know, specific criteria or there's got to be a justification for the monitoring as well? Yeah, there has to be a legitimate kind of business purpose as to why that information is being collected. Um, So they have to, and again, the, the legislation it's still in its beginning stages, and I'm sure when they introduce regulations, there'll be a lot more clarity on, on what the legislation entails. But as it is right now, the employers will have to kind of explain to the employees why they're tracking that particular information. Yeah, and of course, and I would have sorry, I would have to think that the employers, their argument is when it comes to uh, time and time theft that uh, mm-hmm. you know that you are actually at work when you're supposed to be at work and and doing things. Is that enough of a justification for this legislation? I, I think so. I, that's what I was just going to say. I think productivity is going to be a huge justification, right? And so I think there is a reasonable argument for employers to make that they're entitled to track what you're doing during work hours, nine to five, right? So I, I think productivity and ensuring that there's no issue of time theft will become, a le- I would say that's a legitimate business reason, especially with remote work environments where you might not always have your manager or your supervisor being able to check in on you all the time if you're at home. So as we await this legislation and await for the law to kind of catch up to current day and technology, have there been any cases, are you aware, Fiona, brought forward by employees who have been caught off guard, who all of a sudden found out that they were being monitored and were not notified by their employers? There have been cases that have gone through the court system, both, I mean, even prior to the pandemic of employees not being aware of the fact that they were being monitored and the courts have said, yeah, employers should notify employees when they're being monitored. And so that's always been like a common law principle. 
but this will be the first time that it's actually being put into practice through legislation. But absolutely, there there have been cases cases in the past where employees have taken issue with the fact that they we were they were being monitored um, without their knowledge. And does this tie in into any way into the uh, recent legislation when it comes to uh, employees taking phone calls or emails after so-called uh, work hours? And just wondering how overall do you think this is being received by both employees and employers? Because, you know, I think both might argue that uh, it's been kind of nice to have a little give and take uh, working from home that, uh, you know, if you've got a child who's got soccer practice or hockey practice at three in the afternoon, you can step away for an hour Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe come back and work uh, a little later. And that uh, as long as, uh, you know, you're hitting your targets and your goals, then the work is being done and being completed and uh, wondering whether or not that's more to the satisfaction of both parties rather than legislation and laws such as this. Right. I, I would tend to agree. So to, I guess to answer the first part of your question, this is part of, um, so they introduced the right to disconnect from work as part of the Working for Workers Act um, a couple months ago. And so this is part of that, of that legislation. And so I agree. I think it's, it'll, I would expect that it'll be, Overall, um, it is. A, I agree. It's a bit of a give and take. There is some more flexibility when you're working remotely, but because of that flexibility, employers may argue that they have a little. They should be able to exercise a little bit more control over what you're doing, so that they can at least monitor. Okay, if you're not at your desk strictly from nine to five, are you at least logged on for eight hours a day? Um, now we'll see how the legislation rolls out, but I suspect some employees will have take issue with being electronically monitored depending on how broadly employers try to apply these policies. All right. Well, we and a lot of employees will be watching this with interest. Fiona, appreciate your time on this Friday. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Thanks for having me. Fiona Martin is an employment lawyer with Zamfiro Tamarkin. We'll step aside, get a news update to the top of the hour to two o'clock. That's next. You're listening to the Jeff MacArthur show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.